It's Tuesday, March 28, 2017. This is about making sure that we have a pro-growth and pro-environment approach to how we do regulation in this country. Elections have consequences. Trump executive order to begin ripping up Obama's climate legacy. So the bottom line, Keystone finished. They're going to start construction when? Um, not so fast. Trump approves Keystone XL pipeline, but Nebraska gets final say. North Dakota pipeline spill three times larger than original estimates. Plus, Maryland state legislature passes permanent ban on fracking. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The executive order is going to address uh, the past administration's effort to kill jobs across this country. Really? EPA Administrator Pruitt? You think the previous administration was trying to kill jobs. Is that how dumb you think American voters are? Don't answer that question. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we have been warned that this has been coming for days, for weeks, for months, actually, if anyone was paying attention to the election. (laughs) Yep. Trump's administrator for the Environmental Protection Agency, Scott Pruitt, made the announcement on Sunday on ABC's This Week, saying that President Trump will sign a sweeping executive order on Tuesday to start ripping apart President Obama's landmark climate policies. The president is keeping his promise to the American people this week uh, with respect to the energy independence executive order. As we go to air, Trump's executive order is expected to be a fossil fuel industry wish list, requiring the EPA to withdraw and rewrite Obama's clean power plan, the first ever emission standards for existing power plants and a crucial tool for meeting our emissions reductions targets. The order also kills a requirement that the federal government calculate the impacts on climate change when weighing new projects. It also stops federal accounting for the social cost of carbon. That's the cost to society and the economy of increased pollution and carbon emissions that cause dangerous global warming. The social cost of carbon is actual dollars, the actual cost to the American economy for these various policies. Yep. So it's easy to put these projects in place because we won't know how much it will actually cost the U.S. economy. That's right. Pruitt and Trump falsely claim that Obama's climate policies hurt jobs, but that's a myth. According to a new analysis of recent Department of Energy jobs data, renewable energy jobs now outnumber fossil fuel jobs in the United States by more than two to one. Plus, economic data confirms that regulations like clean air standards actually spur manufacturers to innovate, which creates jobs. Some of Obama's climate policies can be undone quickly. Others will take years and lots of litigation. But to be clear, Trump's order will not restore U.S. coal jobs because the rest of the world is moving rapidly away from coal. And it was interesting when Pruitt was on ABC this week, George Stephanopoulos pointed out that the number of coal jobs now is pretty much the same as the number of coal jobs 10 years ago before Obama even took office, once again underscoring the lie of Barack Obama's war on coal. Meanwhile, an oil pipeline spill in North Dakota back in December is actually three times larger than originally estimated. Speaking of lies... Officials now say the Belforge pipeline spilled half a million gallons into a nearby creek, making it the second largest pipeline spill in North Dakota state history. And all of that not far from the controversial Dakota Access pipeline that 
water protectors have been trying to block now for months. That revised spill estimate in North Dakota came just one day after President Trump granted a cross-border permit for the controversial Keystone XL pipeline from Canada. What could possibly go wrong? That's the one that President Obama originally denied. During an Oval Office photo op, however, the CEO of pipeline owner TransCanada was forced to inform Trump that they still have to get approval from Nebraska while fighting lawsuits from landowners and tribes trying to stop TransCanada from taking their land. So the bottom line, Keystone finished. They're going to start construction when? Oh, we got to see some work to do in Nebraska to get our permits there. So Nebraska. We've been working there for some time, and I, I do believe that uh, we'll get through that process, but uh, obviously have to engage with you know, local landowners, try to travel communities. Trump clearly had no idea that his signature alone was not enough to build this pipeline, that it actually has to go through a process, and the, the people of Nebraska will also have a word or two about this. But some good news. Despite the Trump administration's moves, states are going their own way. The Maryland state legislature on Monday approved a permanent ban on fracking for fossil fuels in the state. Maryland's Republican Governor Larry Hogan is expected to sign the measure because in a press conference last week, he said the risk to Maryland is too great. Our administration has concluded that the possible environmental risks of fracking simply outweigh any potential benefits. Wow, a Republican governor blocking fracking in the state of Maryland? Yep. What got into him? That is an excellent question, but I'll take the good news. I'll take it too. For much more on that good news and the other not-so-good news, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Green News Report.